My guest today is Megan Frogman. I'm here to talk about her review of Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Megan, thank you for joining me for another episode of Quality Control. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a while. Uh, it has been a while. It's been a slow time for uh, for game reviews, but hopefully, I guess they're they're picking up again now. Right, I would assume. Up, yeah. I hope. It seems that way. Um, so Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. This is, of course, a a a. I don't know if it's a direct successor, sort of a spiritual successor. To uh to Kirby and the Canvas Curse, uh which is a, a like a decade old DS game. Um, is that the, were you a fan of of Canvas Curse before you started playing Rainbow Curse? Oh, I have I have a shameful confession, Justin. I have never played Canvas Curse. <laughs> what? Never. I know. I know. It's like the ask anybody who's played it about it, and they light up, and uh because it was a fantastic fantastic game. I, yeah, I've gotten a full-on lecture from many people on staff, uh, including Griffin, yesterday as we recorded an overview for it. <laughs> um, well, this is this is the same sort of uh, same sort of thing. Can you describe the mechanics just in general? Because they're pretty they're pretty unique. Yeah. So you know, typically with a Kirby game. Um, Kirby, you know, runs around and sucks up things and gets powers, and that's, like, the, the basis, right? Like, that he is this little creature that does stuff. Um, so Rainbow Curse and even Canvas Curse, I guess, are not like that at all. So instead of um, you directly controlling Kirby, you basically draw this little line with your stylus, like, on the Wii U gamepad. And so Kirby kind of is this little ball that eternally rolls, and you sort of use that that line to kind of navigate him or protect him and move him around. Like, that is the most basic premise of it. It's mm-hmm. it's very difficult <laughs> in practice. Yeah, um, it, it it is beautiful. It's got a cool sort of like, looks like a claymation almost sort of aesthetic. Yeah, I like it. It's like a throwback. Well, I don't. It's not actually a throwback to like old Rudolph movies, but that's what it makes me think of. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you? How is the the Wii U screen uh, utilized uh, while you're playing? How, so, how do how does it set itself apart? So okay, so that's the thing. So this game. You use the gamepad pretty much exclusively if you're just playing single player um, to move around, right? So it's kind of weird because, like, with the gamepad, you're taking the the Wii U stylus and you're just drawing directly on it, and that's, like, how you do everything. Um, I mean, like, you can just do tap controls, touch controls, whatever. Like, it's not an ideal experience if you want to play with the controller, which you can do if you do multiplayer. Uh, I, one of the questions we had from uh, listeners was came from Paul Pace. He said, after a while playing, are you able to effectively free draw on the touchscreen while actually looking at your TV? I would say no. So that's the thing. Like, playing this game, I didn't look at my TV once. I mean, I've, I've also been super into handhelds lately, and, like, that's why, like, the Wii U, because, like, the gamepad, it's kind of like just playing on a giant... A giant Game Boy or Nintendo DS or whatever, right? Right. Um, so yeah, the way that you draw and the way that you have to really pay attention and you have to be quick sometimes, like no, like playing on your TV with this game is not really feasible. Can you explain the co-op for me? Uh, I, I was having trouble visualizing it. Uh, yeah. So okay, basically you can play with up to four people. Um, the main character or the main, I guess the first person is going to always be Kirby. 
<clears throat> excuse me, first person is always going to be Kirby, and then everybody else is kind of um, like Waddle Dee, or like a weird variation of Waddle Dee, which is like one of Kirby's little cute buds. Um, so everybody that is not Kirby can move around like a normal character. Like, you control them with, you know, like a, a normal control, like a normal control scheme. Um, they can do regular attacks, and they just kind of move around freely. So Kirby is like stuck on that line, right? Like, he has to move with that line, or you have to poke him directly like those characters can't slide along that line the same way that they can or that he can if that makes mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. and so that kind of it seems like that would interrupt the momentum it it does in some ways so it's kind of helpful because like kirby is a hard game or at least like rainbow curse in itself is a pretty difficult game in some places so when you have these these extra waddle d characters they can do things that are especially helpful because they're not kind of bound by that. So, like, they can pick up Kirby and carry him, which makes it easier to transport him, or they can go and attack bosses in a way that you can't because, like, you have to really plan out how you're going to move, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I thought it was interesting looking at some of the reviews yesterday. Uh, typically, when a new game is released, you'll see something of a uh, you know at least a median that keeps popping back up you know a, a general narrow range where the scores tend to fall um, and I thought it was interesting with Kirby that they were really all over the place um, uh, why do you think that might be why do you think that this uh, w- was so divisive for some people um, if I had to guess well I think it comes down to a lot of things um, first I would like to know or I've been interested to know um, who actually played the original game? Because, like, I, again, like, I didn't play Camden's Curse, so this was a totally new thing to me. And even though I knew it existed, I had never actually gotten hands-on time with it. So for me, like, I really enjoyed the departure from a typical Kirby game, right? right. Um, I think it also depends on how well you kind of adapt to the mechanics, because, like, it's a pretty straightforward game. Like, you do the same thing the entire game, right? So it's not necessarily about, like, learning new things. It's about going back and kind of refining that original skill you have. So, like, for myself, when I started playing um, and I would draw lines, it would be this, like, horrible frantic scribbling where, like, I would end up with, like, all these lines on my screen and, like, Kirby couldn't move and it was just a mess. But, like, towards the end, um, I got better. And so it started being, like, a much smoother experience for me. And so it was really satisfying to, like, instead of frantically scribbling, to draw that one line. And I think that if that's something you enjoy, like, you're going to totally be into it. But if you... It's not something you like if you want more variety, if you're not about going back and like refining that one very simple technique, like you probably thought it was really boring, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, got some more questions from readers here. This one's from uh, a, a person called themselves One Legend. Uh, I'd like to know whether this game feels at home on a console or should have been toned down and pushed the new 3DS since it might get more traction there sales wise. Um, I was curious about this too. For games that are more sort of like gameplay focused, and that's like that's a weird, meaningless term, but when it's there's not a lot of like story or other stuff on offer, like I tend to lean towards the 3DS or or a portable for that more like gamey type thing. It's hard for me to sit down and just like play something that doesn't have a a thread sort of pulling me through it. Um, Does it feel like it should be a console game? in that regard you know what i don't think it really needs to be i think that it would have been right at home on the nintendo 3ds right i mean 
because in my experience, like I didn't even look at my TV once. Like I did not use it unless I was playing co-op, in which case I did that because like someone else had the gamepad, right? So I think that right. this title specifically like could have done really, really well on a 3DS, and I almost wish that it it was a handheld title because it's also very short. It's not it doesn't quite feel like a console experience. Like I like that the gamepad is so big and so it gives you a lot of room to draw, but I feel like that's really the only advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, question here from Armando. How is Rainbow Curse for left-handers? Is this another case of Kid Icarus where we just get the short end of the stick? Ooh. Um, <laughs> well, I haven't tried playing with my left hand, um, even though I'm I'm dominant in my right, obviously. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, left-handers. Do you think it would work? I mean, no, that's what I'm okay. saying. So I, you know, just kind of like thinking about it. Um, yeah, I think it absolutely would work because you don't, I mean, like Kid Icarus, for example, like I hated because it was the touch, plus you had to be doing things with the buttons, and to me that was really irritating. Um, this one, though, like you can play pretty much only with the touch controls, and so I feel like, yeah, that actually would be pretty easy to do. Uh, another question here from Alex says, my daughter will soon be four. Will she enjoy this game? Now, that's, of course, hard for you to say because you, you don't know uh, what, what kind of four-year-old we're talking about here, but generally speaking, do you think this is something that that uh, smaller kids would be able to get into? Um, so with the multiplayer, definitely. On her own, I think that she would get really frustrated because the game actually does get very difficult. Um, however, with multiplayer, either with you know her playing as Kirby and kind of playing around with the rope and just being able to draw things or even just like running around as Waddle Dee, I think she would actually probably have fun with it. And like the way the, the multiplayer works, like it's very much a helping mechanic where if, for example, like you as the parent are Waddle Dee, like you can pick up Kirby, you can move them, you can get them where they need to go, and like you can take the brunt of the the action trying to kill enemies. So I think that absolutely this is a game you could play with your kid. Excellent, uh, Megan. Is there anything else that you didn't include in your review that you'd like to talk about here? Any, any other things that have occurred to you since, or just didn't fit the text? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, hmm. I don't. I guess it's kind of interesting. Um. I just really liked <laughs> the game just feels like very like smooth right like it's a very weirdly enough re- relaxing experience which i realize is weird because i did a lot of swearing while playing it but there's something about just <laughs> oh my god like towards the end like it was i have a roommate and i was just me like in my room like screaming profanity and she probably thinks that i am a crazy person um yeah i mean there's something about it that is still like kind of relaxing like just being able to draw and like it's so satisfying to just watch Kirby like slowly roll along this this line you've created that like is very smooth um other than that I kind of dig the transformations they have they only happen a couple times and it's like a little bit predictable it's like okay this is a water level um I'm like two levels into this world so like clearly I'm gonna be a submarine now right um I don't know they're kind of cool they change things up uh I don't know there's like a tank a submarine a rocket ship there's one more that I'm forgetting, I think. Um, not super into the tank, but like, oh my god, I loved being a submarine. <laughs> Kirby submarine. It is There's your box, There's your box quote. I'm not super into the tank, but I love being a submarine. Polygon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Megan, thank you so much for your time and for joining us and for your sharing your review with us. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. And thanks to you at home for listening or in your car or wherever you may be. Uh, we sure appreciate you too. Uh, if you could give us a review on or a subscription on iTunes, you can go to iTunes.com forward slash quality control and find us there. We're also on Polygon. Go to polygon.com slash quality hyphen control and uh, find all of our episodes there. And uh, we'll be back with you the next time that we have a uh, game to talk about. 
Until then, for Megan, for Manesh, I'm Justin McElroy, and thank you for listening to Polygon's Quality Control. <laughs> <laughs>